At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. Still in our series, The Spirit of Truth, and the last time we shared on this, we prayed for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I want to I want to talk about a little bit just about what the Bible says that you do with the experience of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues. What you do with that. You know, it's not just a one-time experience as we talked about in, in, in Ephesians where it's talking about, Paul was talking to people that were spirit-filled to continually be filled, the be being filled up. You know, you give out, you need to be filled up. And our, our ability to pray in other tongues and build ourselves up, we're just going to talk about that tonight, about how vitally important it is every day to practice and to develop our awareness of God's presence inside of us. He's the all-knowing one. He, know, he knows everything about everything, and He lives in us. I mean, that sounds like, man, that's a win-win. Hmm? How can you lose with the all-knowing one living inside of you? We just got to tap into that. Not let this thing between our ears, you know, lead us astray, convincing us that things we see are more real than what God says in His Word is true. So we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. In Ephesians 5 and verse 17 and 18, I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. I may not have given you translations and all that stuff back there. If I didn't, I'm sorry. <clears throat> but this is in the New Living, Ephesians 5, 17, 18. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Understand what the Lord wants you to do. And we're talking tonight about knowing how to take what you have in the experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit that you, you either you received the last time I prayed for you or, or you received an increase of that or you received it, you know, 30 years ago, whatever. It's not a one-time experience. It's something where you're, you've got to see it as be being filled, continuously filled. Because every one of us face things in life at times that you weren't, necessarily in the natural ready for, but he was. And he lives in us. And when I can pray in other tongues and build myself up, then what happens is I come out of myself and into him, and now I'm handling the situation not up here, but in here. Right? So he said, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine. And we talked about that many times before. In, in that passage, in, in that statement, he's saying it's not just about wine, drunk with wine, but controlled by anything in the flesh, right? He said, don't be drunk with wine because, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he's talking to Spirit-filled Christians at Ephesus. So that's, this is not a bunch of people that have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. These people are filled. They're saved and they're baptized in the Holy Spirit. And as we've talked many times, you know, it's not, the baptism in the Holy Spirit is not a separate spirit, it's a separate experience, right? <clears throat> and tonight I just want to focus on two things. And I'm going to take my time and be as slow as I can because I just, I mean, this is good for all of us. 
You know, it's so good to hear things like what I'm going to share with you right now. It's good for me to hear myself say it, right? But the Spirit of God does a lot of things, but for you and I, with an experience where we've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay, there's two, two major things that the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit renews, and the Holy Spirit builds up. Holy Spirit renews. So, when you're trying to make difficult decisions with something that you're faced with in life, your natural mind wants to revert to, to things in a certain way. A lot of times our natural mind will revert to decision-making that is easiest. Maybe it's decision-making that's selfish. Maybe I'm just thinking about myself, right? A lot of times our, our natural mind will talk us out of things. So we need a renewing in the moment. And as I begin to pray in the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 14, it says we pray in the Spirit and then we pray with the understanding. What I want is I want spiritual understanding to answer natural situations, issues that, are, that come up. I want, but I want answers from the Spirit, not from the natural. I don't want to answer, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with natural things with natural thoughts and ideas. I want spiritual to get on my natural so that it becomes supernatural, right? And I have supernatural answers and manifestations that come because I renew my mind. I, I cleanse myself in the moment from allowing natural thoughts and inclinations to kick in and try to, try to influence me in how I make a decision. I'm telling you, we, we are... We have great benefits with the Holy Spirit, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and believing in the evidence of praying in other tongues and that we can, that we can truly accomplish some things. It's, it's an amazing thing. So it renews and it builds up, and we need to allow that to happen in our life. And, and I want to look at one passage that we've looked at a number of times in this series, but I want to look at just three verses from it this time. Um, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9. <clears throat> Paul's saying here, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. So, not based on what you see, not based on what you've heard, no, it's what in the heart in the spirit of the man that God has revealed to us, the things that he has freely given to us. So what you see and what you hear naturally are not going to get you the answers that God's trying to get over to you. I mean, you know, sometimes the natural and the spiritual will line up together, but if you're just looking to the natural to get the answer that you're wanting from God, you're looking in the world, eye has not seen nor ear heard. So I've got to get it a different way. Verse 12 says, gives us how to get it. It says in verse 12, now we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God 
that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. How? By the Spirit, not the natural, right? We're not, we didn't receive the Spirit of the world, right? The devil is the God of the world system, the world way of thinking. And he works, he, he's been defeated, totally stripped of all power, but in a deceptive way, he works overtime to get people to be moved by what they see, what they hear, how they feel about something. If he can get you to be moved by the natural and ignore the spirit, then he's winning, and yet he's powerless. So in essence, in essence, the power that he has is what you and I give him because we don't allow ourselves to be sensitive to the spiritual side. What the spirit, the all-knowing one that knows everything about everything, we're not listening to him first. And the way you get there is through this renewing process. You've got to renew your mind in the moment by praying in other tongues and cleansing your thinking of ideas that want to lead you instead of you being led by the Spirit of God. I mean, it all has to work toward the natural because you've got to know, you've got to know in the natural what to do, but it first comes from the Spirit and the way to get there. And someone says, well, well like, so how do you get there? You get there by praying in other tongues. Okay, then, then what do you do? You keep praying in other tongues. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then what do I do, right? How, how do I fix it? What do I do in this situation? As you pray in other tongues and you become confident about praying in other tongues, you will begin to have the understanding. 1 Corinthians 14 says, we pray in the Spirit and then we pray with the understanding. So the understanding will come. See, if you... If you're a word person that studies the word, that hears the word preached, you come to church and you hear the word, I'm preaching the word to you today, what do you do with the word you hear preached? Any word that I hear preached, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm listening to somebody preach the word, I'm taking notes. And there'll always be at least one nugget that I get from every message I hear and I go spend time on that nugget. I let the Holy Spirit take the Word, the true teacher, and Him reveal to me what He wants me to see. See? And if I believe that, and I, and I do that, and I allow the Word to be a part of me, now, when I'm praying in other tongues, the Holy Spirit has something to reveal to you. See, God's God. God can do anything God wants to do, but He set it up in His Word a certain way, and He wants you and I to be big boys and girls and do what Daddy says. Huh? And Daddy said, do it this way, you know, get your hind end up and get to church and hear the word preached and then take the word you're hearing preached and spend some time in it. I, I want you to know it because I want to show you what that is. I want you to spend time praying in other tongues and be familiar with what that voice sounds like so you're hearing things from within instead of just hearing things off the top of your head. And that, that renewal process in the moment is vital. This week when I was with my father, I had to make some decisions. Well, you don't make decisions about someone else's life without getting direction from the life giver. Did you hear what I said? You don't have, I, don't, I don't have the right to make a decision about, I got I to gotta hear, you know. I got to know what's right in a situation. 
You have to, you know, I know the authority that I walk in. I know the authority that I have with my dad for the last four or five years because of the things that he's walked through. I, I, I know how I've prayed for him. I know the things that I've spoken over him every single day of his life. I know the investment that I've poured into his life and all of those things. So I have a place of authority, almost like a father would with a child because of kind of how some the role reversal came as a result of some of the issues that he's battled with in his life, you know? So I know, I know, I put in the effort, I know what to do, and the Father's got the answer for everything else. And if I don't listen to him, I get in a difficult situation, and, oh my God, I mean, it, you know, we all are tempted to do that. We, we, it's easy to allow your flesh to move in that direction, but I've practiced it enough where I've known Every single time I made a decision from up here, it's always screwed up. It's never right. It's always the wrong one. Oh, I woulda, coulda, shoulda. I don't, I don't like to have the pooper scooper and I have to go and pick up all the mess, the messes that I've made and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to make messes and clean them up. I want to do what's right first. How about you? And the one that knows everything about everything lives in me. So if I'll take the time, what are the two words that will cause you to receive the promises of God? No, no, no. The two words that, that are what you have to develop every day, faith and patience. So you've got to be patient. You've got to be willing to take the time to listen and hear so you're not just doing something because, well, it feels right. Oh, I'm tired of this. Well, tired of waiting. Tired, 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 tired. Got to get past the tired stuff no matter how long we've waited for anything. You haven't waited 4,000 years, right, like God did from the time that his first two people, the first Adam, messed it up until the second Adam got it back. 4,000 years. Days a thousand years, <laughs> right? So, only took him four days <clears throat> to get the results. But in our lifetime, that was a long time. So, no matter how long you've waited for anything, you hadn't waited four thousand years. Everybody say, "I can wait." You can patiently wait, but patience isn't sitting and doing nothing. Patience is doing what God is saying do. And I, you know what? You, you have this thing for me, Lord. You promised this. And I believe, I'm convinced that you're able to bring to pass what you promised to me. I don't care. And I'm rejoicing today not being moved by not seeing something. And we, ha- we, ha- we have to. We have to look at it like that, right? Well, he says, Now, we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit is from God, that we might know the things freely given to us by God. And here's what we've just been talking about. These things we also speak, not in words that man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, it says here. But in the literal translation, it's with spiritual words. And those spiritual words are words in tongues. There's the natural words that we speak, and then there's the the words we speak in tongues. And what is it doing? It's cleansing our mind, showing us what God has given us. And when you know God's given you something, man, you can fight for it to the end. Can you say amen to that? 
You'll fight for it to the end, and you'll hear Him all along the way. And even if something looks like you didn't get exactly what you were believing, it doesn't matter because you stay true to Him. He'll show you and reveal to you how this whole, why something played out the way that it played out. You don't have to be, you don't have to be the one that is, so many people I see that when they don't get something that they believe God for, they get mad at God. Right? And I, I mean, I understand that. If I didn't have the revelation I had today, I could be mad at God about a number of things. But it's not that way. Because when you realize what the plan of God and how that plan works, and you realize what the Holy Spirit reveals to you, if you need an answer about something and you begin to pray in the Spirit, He'll give you the answer. I believe he'll give you the answer. I believe he'll give you every, anything I've ever asked of him that I didn't understand. When I shut this down and, not, and quit trying to understand it, he revealed to me what really happened. Why something worked a certain way when I thought it should have gone another way. That's the benefit of knowing him. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> Ephesians 3 and 16 says this. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man. We've taught this around here many, 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 many times. You've heard me say this many times. But it's worth repeating because... When you're teaching something along this line and you interject things you think you know, many times Holy Spirit will show you something about what's said, even when it's repeated for the 900th time or however many times it's been repeated, He'll show you something that you never saw before. That's the power of the Word of God. The difference in the Word of God and the Webster's Dictionary, Webster's can only give you a certain amount of definitions and understanding. The Word is a never-ending. It's a perpetual understanding. We go from faith to faith, from wisdom to wisdom, from one faith experience and one faith thought to another one. That's how glorious that the Word of God is, right? So, <clears throat> my spirit, my human spirit, and the Holy Spirit are one, right? He said that he would grant me, I'll just make it personal here in this verse, according to the riches of his glory, for me to be strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man. So, my human spirit and the Holy Spirit are one. And Holy Spirit doesn't share that with anybody. In your spirit, you, you, can't, be, you can't be born again and one with the Holy Spirit and the devil in there trying to work his way. No, 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 not there. Up here, yes, but not in there. And what we need, and that's what comes to us through praying in other tongues. That's the importance of it. It's so vital. It's, it's, it's life and death, literally, in the days and the times that we're living in. I mean, it, it, it's time to redeem the times, like we're talking about for Word First, redeeming the times because the days are evil and realizing what we're up against. But anything that you and I are up against, if we're connected to Him, He's already won. <laughs> He's already beat the enemy. He's already beat all the odds. There's not anything we can't overcome, right? Because the overcomer lives inside of us. Right. Not anything. 
but we have to connect with him. I have to know that he has granted to me, according to his riches with, uh, in glory, which there's no limit, there's, there's no limitations to his riches, the riches of his glory, that I am strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man. So my human spirit, my spirit is strengthened by his spirit if I yield to his spirit. If I yield to that, if I, I, I'm in a difficult situation and I begin to pray in other tongues with expectation to have understanding, to hear from him, I'll get it. And the reason is, is that he can't lie and that's what he told us to do and that's how we get it. But here's the thing, you have to practice it. Practicing something like what we're talking about doesn't seem very spiritual, but I promise you it'll turn into spiritual glory when you are willing to work at practicing praying in other tongues and praying with understanding and learning to practice to pray in other tongues more than a minute and a half. Because when you start out praying in other tongues, a lot of times, sometimes people have one word, one sentence. And the monotony of praying that over and over again the enemy uses that to talk you out of the fact that you didn't really receive. Oh, this, this is so, I mean, come on. I mean, what are people going to think? That's your problem. Who cares what people think? Because what will happen is you'll continually pray in the Spirit with that, and then you'll get more language, just like a little child, like a little baby. Dada, mama, right? Or mama, dada. I mean, whatever first, then, then they start getting more words and more words and more words, and that's the way it increases. But if you, if you don't practice praying in, t- in other tongues, you're not going to see that happen and come to pass. I have to say it like this. Every human being could be talked out of praying in other tongues. Everybody. You could be talked out of it. One day at the Hampton Inn over here, <clears throat> I was, I had a, anybody, anybody here know Sasha? Yes. How many people know Sasha? Okay, yeah. So he's from Croatia. He, on the police force task in Houston, and a good friend of ours, and he and his wife, Lakey, and they, uh, he had a friend from, where's he from? Um, yeah, one of the, not Argentina, no, in the Middle East. Anyway, one of those places. Anyway, he, he, was, he was coming into town. He said, hey, um, can't even remember the guy's name now, but he said, so-and-so is going to be here. Would you like to, he's, gonna, he's staying at the Hampton Inn. Would you like to go pray? I said, yeah, we're, we're just going to pray. And man, we prayed. <laughs> I don't know. It was in the middle of the day, and I don't know who was next door in the other rooms, you know, but they were getting a dose of the ghost <laughs> at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> but so we, we, we were in there praying in other tongues, and, and, and I mean, for probably 30 to, I'm not going to exaggerate, but 30 to maybe 40 minutes, we were praying in other tongues, and all of a sudden, I just kicked into another level, and I started praying in this tongue. He started interpreting it in his language. Wow. 
what the heck? What? No, no, no. What, what's the country that, like, um, no, huh? No, uh, not Iraq, but the, uh, the other country. What is it? No. Afghanistan. That's what it was. Afghanistan. Sorry. God, I wanted to get that right. So, I mean, I've never even looked at a book of, of the Afghan language. You know, I, I have no clue. And he was interpreting what I was speaking. Now, your natural mind could say, eh, you know, you, you're not saying that looking at me where I can hear you, but your natural mind could be going, mm, 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 mm. you know, he's just kind of saying that, right? Natural mind wants to talk you out of that. So why would you spend 30 or 40 minutes praying in other tongues, getting to a place where you could see something that you've never seen before? You, you understand what I'm saying? And, and so all the naysayers have never been there, Right? But I know what I begin to speak, and I've never prayed in that other tongue, and I've had that tongue since then. So I pray in other tongues, and many times in about 15 minutes, an, another part of my tongue comes in to focus, where I start praying in, in, in another piece of tongue. And, and I'll pray a little bit longer, and more will come. But it's familiar to me that I've prayed it before, but I don't necessarily remember it all. I have certain that I can start praying right now that I pray all the time. In the first 10, 15 minutes or so, I'm praying the certain tongues that I pray in, but then it begins to increase. It gets stronger all the time the more I pray. And, and there's times when you need a thorough cleansing of what's trying to talk you out of God being able to get the answer over to you. And that's why it takes longer at, at times. I, I mean, I'm not the, I, I'm not, I didn't write the book on it. I'm just telling you what the book says, right? I'm just telling you what, what's happened with me at different times, how I've seen supernatural things. There's been times when even in my office back here where I was praying in other tongues, and I mean just something sat on me, right? Something, the presence. And many of you in here, you've had, other, you've had experiences like that that have manifested. I'm just saying. There is more. And in 2024, we've got to see this because we've got to get us out of the way and get God's plan before us like we've never known before, like we've never seen in our lives before. Can you say amen to that? So I'm believing He's granted to me, He's strengthened me, He's given me that strength in my inner man because I'm yielding to the person of the Holy Spirit. That's what He's saying right there. 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. I just have this passage and then one other verse that I want to read to you tonight. And tonight, if anybody is here tonight and you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in other tongues and you want me to pray for you, I want to pray for you tonight to receive what we're talking about tonight. Or You've received it before, but you'd like for me to lay my hands, and as you're believing for us for a deeper infilling of it, remember, it's an experience. It's not a separate spirit. It's a separate experience, but God wants to bring the increase. He's, that's what he said. Know what the will of God is. Don't be drunk with wine. Don't be spending all your time on the natural things and letting the natural thing, trying to get answers from the natural things, but be filled with the Spirit. 
And I just believe that's a continuous thing day to day. Be filled with the Spirit. I promise you, there's things in tomorrow, like tomorrow, the next day, and, and on and on and on for the rest of your life, that you need to be connected to God. You need the renewing process happening in your soul every single day so you can get what God wants you to receive from Him. Amen? <clears throat> and here in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16, he says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, right? There'll be a day when you're, this body is gone. You'll be face-to-face -face with God in the presence of the Lord. You'll be in heaven, which is a real place. Thank God for it, right? Yet, yet, he said the outward man's perishing, yet <clears throat> the inward man is being renewed day by day. And you know what? The, the focus about the outward perishing, you, you don't have to perish today. You don't have to perish till you're done. Did you hear what I said? I mean, the, the fact is you have a resurrected, glorified body <laughs> that's kind of hanging in the closet. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in heaven. You've got a mansion built. He's already prepared everything for you for the future. Heaven's a real place. But what we need is focused here right now. We need to focus now, and you can stay here as long as you want. He said until you're satisfied. When you understand the promises of God and when you will not back off from it, no matter what comes. Anybody ever had a struggle in life? Everybody's had struggles, but we don't have to give in to them. Can you say amen, right? So even though the outward's perishing, there'll be a day you'll be in your resurrected, glorified body. Thank God for it. But right now, he said, yet the inward man is being renewed. How often? <clears throat> oh, it was about 30 years ago I got it. No, 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 it's every day. Day by day by day. For our light affliction... So anything you face is a light affliction to God. That's what the Word says. True? For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Remember what we just read in 1 Corinthians? <clears throat> Eye is not seen, nor is ear heard. Right? I'll read that again. He said... <clears throat> for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. And I, I, I like both of those statements, light and a short time. Hmm? But see, when you're connected to God and your focus isn't on what you're dealing with and, oh, woe is me and everything's about me, then it, some, some, a lot of times it'll seem like, you know, I, I walked through that thing, but, you know, the, I, I forgot about that because your focus is on Him right? So this light uh, affliction, but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. So when you're looking at what's seen and you're looking at things you hear, feel, and all that kind of stuff, then it's not a light affliction and it's not but for a moment. It's a heavy horrible burden because of how bad everything is, and it seems like it's been forever. But that's not us. Can you say amen? amen. <clears throat> For the things which are seen are temporary, 
but the things which are not seen are eternal. And I can tell you, the only way to live in the not seen realm, believing it's already seen, believing it's already manifested for your life because of what He's promised, the only way to live there is that daily cleansing, renewing process of the mind. And I'm telling you, that thing between our ears will get you in a whole lot of trouble. Talk you into doing things that you should have never done. Right? But old things are passed away. Everything's brand new. You can start hearing God today. Amen? No matter what's happened in the past, old things are passed away. Everything's new. God forgives. What He doesn't do is He doesn't ignore what we don't obey. Because God will not bless something that you're trying to get Him to bless that's not His plan. He can't bless it. Doesn't work that way. Can you say amen? He said, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Man, I want to live in the eternal things. So when you're living in eternity now, then you're receiving all that heaven has for you now. You cross over the other side, you're still receiving. But see, you're receiving now. God wants you receiving now. He wants you on the receiving end of everything that is yours now, today, for the rest of your life here. Where you cross over, you're crossing over, still receiving because you're receiving on this side. You don't want to be shocked. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, I could have had this. Oh, I could have lived like that. Oh, I could have experienced this. No, you don't want to, you don't want to cross over and... and not realize what could have been yours on this side. We have the ability right now, just what we're talking about tonight, to receive all God has for us. Can you say amen? amen. And the last verse I have is Jude 20. Verse 20. Jude, verse 20. But you, beloved, <clears throat> building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, Building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Well, Pastor, I've just tried to believe and I just can't. You're not doing that. You're not praying in in other tongues. You're not praying in the Spirit. Because praying in the Spirit and practicing it and being convinced of it, and being convinced of all the things we talked about tonight. There's so much more in, the, in Scripture about it. Just a few things that we talked about tonight. There's so much that He's promised us, and it will work every single time. But you have to believe it, and to get there, you've got to get in the renewal process of cleansing your mind so you can believe. You know what, you know what sometimes I'm amazed at is how... Um, how, how, well, it's not easy, but it's simple. How simple that the kingdom is. It's simple. To the point that people kind of miss it because it's so simple. It's not, not easy, but it's simple. Difference. And if it's that simple... And I can accomplish it because he said he'd never let anything come on me that I can't handle. He promised that. So that means anything I face, I can handle in him if I'm tapped 
connected to him, if I'm drawing my, the wisdom and understanding I need to overcome from him, if I'm getting everything I need from him, I can do it, <laughs> right? And, they, and they, you, you don't have to walk around wanting people to feel bad for you because of whatever you're experiencing, you know? What well, was me? I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to, I mean, everybody's had bad days, bad experiences, you know, bad decades, you know, or whatever. I mean, <clears throat> everybody's experienced some kind of stuff or things that they've gone through. I'm not trying to be insensitive to it, but we don't have to be those kind of people. We can truly live on top. And I'll just tell you right now, I mean, today I'm living on top in my life of a lot of different things. But you know what? The journey hadn't been real pretty. Doesn't have to be. My journey has not been real pretty. I've made some stupid mistakes or done this thing or not, shouldn't have done something a certain way or didn't, didn't get really in faith over something quick enough or whatever. I mean, I've just made mistakes. Everybody's made mistakes. But, man, I never stopped. And I'm telling you, I'm on top today. No matter what. You can actually breathe. The pressure isn't on me to perform. The pressure is, there's no, and there's no pressure. There's no, he said, my, 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 my burden is easy, my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, right? And so the pressure isn't on me to perform, and it's not even on me to produce anything. If there's any kind of responsibility on me, it's to learn his voice and do what he says. Dr. Paul Yungi Cho, who's pastor of the largest church in the world, for many years he's passed away now, but, but uh, the older father, the son, has the church now in Seoul, Korea. And he, uh, somebody came to him one day and said, uh, Dr. Cho, I mean, you've got a million members in your church. We, I want the secret, you know, to building a church like this. And, you know, he, he was saying, I don't know if anybody's ever read it before, but it was in a book of his. It was maybe the fourth dimension or something, one of the books that he wrote. And he said in there that the man, pen and, pa pen and paper in hand and ready to take, you know, tons of notes about how you build a big church. And he just said, you pray and then you obey. <laughs> and he said, the guy looked at him, no, 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 I, I want all of it. He said, that's it. I can't take credit for anything. I prayed, and I did what God said. And when I messed up and I didn't do exactly what God said, I repented and then went back to praying and obeying. I love that. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's not easy, but it's simple. To the point that, like, that guy was, kept going, no, 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 I mean, I, I want all the steps and all the, no, you pray and you obey. And you get your steps and you'll get, I mean, you know, you can glean from how different people do things, but if you just copy somebody, it's not going to work for you. You got to make it your own, right? You got to make it your own. And being connected to the Holy Spirit is the key. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's Word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.